0: May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. I've preached on this lesson twice today, and I still don't get its connection to All Saints Sunday. I stayed up till two o'clock this morning twice, <coughs> try, trying to figure this out, and I'm just really not happy with what I've got on my iPad, so I'm just going to talk and I hope it makes sense, but I'm going to try and make it short. All Saints Sunday is a day that we, that we remember. We remember our loved ones who are no longer here. We remember the times that we celebrated with them, the times that we enjoyed with them. And All Saints Sunday coming as it does right at the beginning of November, it comes at a time where it becomes increasingly hard to remember those who we've lost because the upcoming two months are so filled with memorable days. For some of the people who I've lost, I remember them on Halloween. Because different friends have always thrown a huge Halloween party and I remember some of the costumes that they wore and some of the times that we celebrated. And Thanksgiving is a challenge because Thanksgiving is traditionally a time when family gets together and you give thanks for the blessings. And you remember that there's one place that's going to be open or multiple places. And somebody's not going to bring that special dish that they always, always brought. And sometimes that may be a, a reason to give thanks. <laughs> and sometimes it's a morning because while they did give everybody that recipe, they did not give everybody their recipe. Christmas and preparing for Christmas are another challenge. I know it all, it's, it's taking me longer and longer to decorate the Christmas tree, and I've only got a little Christmas tree that sits on a table. But it takes longer because a good chunk of the ornaments that go on there, my mother made. And so it takes a little longer every year to put some of those on the tree. And New Year's, while it's a day where we celebrate the end of the old and the beginning and the opportunities that are there, we remember those who aren't there. All Saints Sunday is a day to remember because it's a day that we remember that God has defeated death. by the gift of God, by the Son of God, by Jesus Christ dying on the cross and being raised on the third day, we remember the promise that death has been defeated, death has been destroyed. Our sins, our brokenness, which separate us from God, will be erased. We will see our loved ones again when we are raised by the one who loves us the most our Creator, our Savior and our Advocate. All Saints Sunday is a day to remember but I just don't quite get the connection with this Gospel lesson and why they appointed it for this Sunday Jesus gives his great sermon on the plain which Luke records also including the woes. We're familiar with Matthew's version of the Beatitudes and just the blesseds, but Luke includes the woes because Luke wants to remind us that we have been blessed for a reason that we have been blessed so that we can be a blessing to others and Luke reminds us that that's an awesome responsibility. And so he records Jesus warning those who have been blessed, especially those who've been blessed with riches, with enough, with satisfaction, and with a good image. But then Jesus goes and makes it really hard. Jesus has told us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, and that's challenging enough. Jesus tells us to love our enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. Somebody hits you, turn the other cheek. If they want your coat, give them your shirt as well. See so those those last two, those last two are acts of civil disobedience. Because at Jesus' time, as is still true today, if somebody authority, in authority is going to hit you in the cheek, they're going to backhand you. They're not going to give you the respect of popping you with a right hand directly to the face. It's going to be a dismissive backhand. And so when Jesus tells you to turn the other cheek, he's saying, look them in the eye. Don't give them a chance to hit you again without them realizing what they're doing to you. And when they demand of you your coat, the coat is that big wrapped garment that we see and we have in our mind that Jesus and his disciples wore. That doubled as their blanket. You take that off, all that you've got left is a long t-shirt type thing that doubles as underwear. Unisex garment. So when Jesus says, if they take your coat, give them your shirt as well, and stand there, in all of your glory as naked as you came into the world that's civil disobedience but this work doesn't make us saints we already have that title because Jesus decided that we were saints, that we were justified in his eyes because we were created by the Father. And so he calls us to do the work that he would do. That last line's the kicker. Do to others as you would have them do to you. What Jesus is really telling us is do to others the way that I would have done to them. Because he loved his enemies. He did good to those who hated him, despised him, rejected him, and denied him. He literally blessed those who cursed him from the cross. He prayed for those who abused him. From the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And when someone struck him, he stood still for 39 lashes. And when they took away his coat and his clothes and gambled them away, he gave his life for them All Saints Sunday is a day to remember and I still don't understand why this text was appointed for this day other than for it to remind us why we are saints Because Jesus is calling those who will listen to him to do what he did, to follow in his footsteps. The hard part that I have with this. is the one part of this message that was easy to preach twice today was to call out the congregations of St. Mark and Ascension and to tell them recognize and own the privilege you have. Th- this is not, should not be considered breaking news but there are advantages to being white in our society. There are advantages to being a man. There's advantages to having an education. There's advantages to having good paying jobs. All of those are blessings. All of those are to be used to be a blessing to others. But I haven't quite figured out how to say that to a congregation that, as we talked about last week, got blown up, faced terrorism, before terrorism was a popular word to throw around, because you were out in society doing stuff that, let's be honest, the white man didn't like. And when someone sets your church on fire, I know Jesus said it, but it's really hard for me to stand up here and say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. I know it's the gospel. I know it's the words that Jesus said I just have a hard time saying that to you all. But it's what Jesus would have done. And it's what Jesus did. That's what we're called to do. Not to earn our place among the communion of saints. Because we're already there. but to do the work so that when Christ in glory comes, we can be in that number, proudly proclaiming what we did in the name of Christ as all the saints go marching in. Amen.